I can't use zany voices like James. Whoa! <laughs> what, you can't do that? Come no, on. You no, can do it. No. No. I don't want to. No. Let's all practice our Kermit the Frogs again. Dustin? Hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. <laughs> hey, Bert. That's, that's Ernie. Yeah. Same voice. Same person. Hey, is Bert. It, is it the same voice? Oh, it used to be. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Kermit the Frog reporting. Kermit, Kermit the Frog reporting. Reporting for duty, sir. No, I can't do it. James is good. Mm, you guys are both not bad at it. <clears throat> well, you know what? Next stop, Hollywood. Am I right? Oh, sorry. Holly weird. <laughs> Call back. best friend is killed on the streets of New York and he turns it into a goddamn war zone. This week, Dustin made us watch The Exterminator. In war, you have to kill to survive. On the streets of New York, the choice is the same. search is on. The police are chasing a killer who's not only smarter than they are, he's doing their job. That's what it's like to be a victim. The Exterminator. The man they pushed too far. The wedding singer was on last night. Oh, yeah. Nah. It's one of the few Sandlers I still feel is watchable. Yeah, it's fine. I like Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I like John Lovitz. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> uh, so he's losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> you got me like hooked on um, watching Norm Macdonald clips online. Oh, yeah, have you heard him talk about John Lovett's stand-up? No. Oh, it's pretty great. I've been watching Mike Tyson mysteries though, and he's the voice of one of the main characters, Pigeon. On that. Cool. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't watch shows with convicted. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. It's in the Mr. Morality over here. It's yeah. pretty funny, actually. <clears throat> um, so it's got uh, the dean is on there. Oh, is it? He's the voice of oh, that's uh, cool. his ghost. So friend. that's what, so that's what you've been watching this week. Anything else? No. Nope. Okay, Mike. James, your turn. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, there's more. Not, it was always more with you, man. Yeah, well, you guys don't watch anything, so I gotta fucking talk about stuff. Well, fuck me. Oh yeah. You didn't watch a goddamn thing on Netflix or nothing. No, James. Okay. I bet you you did one thing. James yeah. has been learning about beer. But you don't even have your wife and kids around. You could be doing all kinds of shit. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. They left how many days ago? Three days ago. I had to watch how many movies? Two. Two. <laughs> so that's one free day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, no, we recorded on Thursday. Oh, that's true. So that's a whole night. <clears throat> and then I watched two movies last night. And then today's the third day. You didn't wake up and watch a quick... Uh, Quick flick? No. You didn't rise on the third day and watch, uh, I don't know. If you were going to rise on the third day, if that could happen, what movie would you watch? (laughs) 
Passion of the Christ. For inspiration, right? To be like, oh, this is how, what do I do? But then you What's get to next? the end and you'd be like, oh man, he's in the same boat I am. What next? Mm-hmm. And then you go out for justice. So that's, that's what you should watch. You should watch Out for Justice. I should, out for Justice, yeah. It's probably the best thing you could do with your resurrected time. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. What would you? What's the first movie you watch when you? When Night, of, you Night of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, like Life Aquatic. <laughs> that's the first movie you always watch. Yeah, that's because it's great. That's great. It's no Exterminator. This movie is a big piece of shit, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, well, I was hope I'm trying. You know, we got the Octagon has been at the bottom of the list for like it was the second movie. Oh, no, 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 no. You did not purposely yes. try. Thank you, James. Okay, hold on. Now, <laughs> Thank I, you. I wanted to try to get some shitty movies. I wanted because we've been doing kind of a lot of pretty good movies lately. Ah. Uh, well, in the Western month, that. we did some pretty good movies. Like you know, Tombstone, well, Wild and Bunch, Cash wasn't Django. That great. Yeah, but it, was it wasn't a, it wasn't yeah. a complete piece of dog shit it's either. A fucking masterpiece next to this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to get something that would be terrible. Uh and once I watched it I was like, "Oh, maybe this will actually beat Octagon." And you didn't review it lower than Octagon. I didn't even look dummy. at my I didn't look at my Octagon scores. I just thought maybe this is going to be worse. But I guess it didn't quite. Nothing make it is grade. worse than Octagon. <laughs> Not yet. Well, I'm going to find one. Thanks. <laughs> It'll probably be another Chuck Norris movie. Oof. Maybe. I don't think he's in a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Hold on a second. I said this a while ago, which like when we first started recording, and you were quick to say I listed off a bunch Delta of Delta Force. Yeah, Delta like, Force, yeah. You're full of shit, John. <laughs> Missing he's in action. In, he's in like fifteen the great Hitman? movies. No, I didn't say he's in fifteen great movies. I've never liked a Chuck Norris movie in my know, life. I've... Oh, sidekicks <laughs> with uh, Jonathan Brandis and Chuck Norris. That's probably about the best. Snow Dogs too. Snow Dogs? Was he in that? No, he was in that other dog. No. Top Dog. That Top was, Dog. That was the Chuck Norris one. Hmm. He's in a lot of fucking movies, though. Like, he's made a shit ton of movies. Hey, man, when, Christ, you know is, when Christ is good to you, then you... Uh... <laughs> the best movie he's in is Game of Death, the Bruce Lee movie. He's only in the like, first scene. <laughs> that guy's non non-important role. Boom. Okay. Boom. So, The Exterminator... So this, this is movie, a, yeah. It's a movie about it's basically a poor man's death wish. This guy's friend you have yeah, very poor man. <laughs> that this guy get this guy uh, he's in the Vietnam War, him and his buddy, and they come back and they're working at some like meat plant with also beer now, or something. The thing that, the so they're like in the meat packing district, right? But then they go but to they, beer But they also yeah, they also work in just like Is this a storage, a storage place, facility? I guess. I don't know. They catch some guys stealing beer. Some, some gangs, some gang members. Hooligans. What's the, the name of the their ghetto? Gang? What is it called? The, the ghetto, ghetto ghouls. The ghetto ghouls. Yeah. I think. The ghetto ghouls. I think that's what it is. Dude. And then they, they stop the They're robbery. Spooky. Mostly, it's not not even it's not even the main guy who becomes the exterminator. He gets beat up, and then his friend, who was from Vietnam, Steve, just played by Steve James, he kicks the asses of all these gang these gang guys. And then those guys come back and get him later and kill him. And a really and so our main character, yeah, it's pretty gruesome. What do they use on him? Some kind of like garden, like, like a garden hole, hole thing, thing like to with kill him. Three prongs in the like. back. They don't kill him. They just paralyze him. That's right. They paralyze him. So, uh, so then our main guy John Eastland, he goes on a killing spree, taking out gang members and his and his uh, 
his circle of who he's killing kind of widens as he yeah. And uh, hot on hot in pursuit is Detective James Dalton. Who is, is he hot on pursuit? <laughs> no, no, no. There's a whole other side story where this detective's trying to fuck this doctor constantly. Yeah, that is such a weird what, development what that doesn't even take place until like halfway through the movie. They're like, oh, we better make you care about this detective somehow. Yeah, there's no purpose to this detective. So pretty much, he, the movie. Yeah, he so John Eastland uh, becomes the exterminator and he lights New York up. He starts killing ga- uh, ghetto ghoulie- ghouls or whatever at first, and then he just starts killing different people he encounters that he figures deserve to. Well, there's some yeah get killed, and he, he kills some deserving people. Yeah, this. some uh, chicken hawks. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've heard that term in a while. Yeah, I that I when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, shit, that was a thing that people used to say. But I think they still say it. I haven't heard it in a long time, but. Uh, so yeah, those are the chicken hawks are like the pedophile guys who are. Trying to have sex with young boys, yeah, they're pedophiles. So I think we yeah. got that. Yeah, and then he—that uh, was one of the better parts when they come and find that one guy's body afterwards, and he was like torched on the mattress. Yeah, that looked kind of cool. They had to put the comment in, you know, this is what happens when you fall asleep. With yeah, if smoke, you're smoking. Yeah, <laughs> they say that's what happens when you <laughs> fall asleep. Yeah, so he his his friend gets murdered by the ghoulies as a revenge, and then it just it's. From there on, it's pretty much just a bunch of really poorly connected scenes. Yeah, and with ter- like the worst acting, terrible direction. Very bad. Just boring, boring as fuck for long stretches of the movie. John Eastland looks exactly like Larry Bird, and I can't stop thinking about it. He looks so not like a badass in this movie. I was like, why did they, why did they cast this guy in this role? They should have been him. He should have been the one that got in a coma or paralyzed or whatever. And Steve James should have been the exterminator because he just looks more like a badass. And he, he even in the first scene, well, he's he, the one who beats up the, the yeah, guys. He's, he's better at acting, too. It's because he's a martial arts guy. I know him from um, he was in a couple of movies. He was in like the first couple American Ninja movies. I don't know if oh, you guys ever saw those beauties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get them. <laughs> OK. Um, and he was in. Uh, did you guys ever see I'm going to get you, sucker? Yep. You did? No. He was in that. He was like the Kung Fu guy that was like oh, on yeah. there. I haven't seen it since I was in high school. Yeah. It was um, uh, the Wayans Brothers. He's also uh, in Pee-wee's Playhouse. That was a funny. I used to think that movie was hilarious. When we- was a kid. He's in, oh, he's in Weekend at Bernie's too. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and he was in The Warriors. Oh, he died early, man. He died at 41. Oh, shit. Anyway, American Ninja. I remember renting the American Ninja movies when I was a kid and uh, yeah he's one of the main guys in the first couple of those now let me ask you this are you a fan of American Ninja Warrior is that that reality thing where they jump on all this stuff that's where cancer survivors do incredible feats like jump from here to there are they all cancer survivors I don't know there's always a sad I've, story. I've seen it there's a, a sad times. story with every single one of them yeah no I, I don't make a habit of watching it but I have I've seen a clip of I've it I, I mean I, it's cool that they can do that shit it's sure just, it's not really exciting to watch over and over again after I, a while it's just like yeah, you get tired of watching these people do. I do like the one on demanding things. I do like the one on uh, Netflix though. Oh, the dragon one. Yeah, what's, like what's that? I don't know. James and I started watching it one day. It's like it's like American Ninja Warrior, except for there's like five different countries against each other. Oh, okay. What was the one that was on Spike that was like it was actually some Japanese show, and then they like dubbed over it? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah. That was that one's kind of amusing. Uh, what was the one on Spike that was um, Joe 
Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. I liked that one. That's my favorite. That was a good <laughs> That's one. my favorite one. That was good. <laughs> ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Well, the guy from that, the guy that was the host of those. Oh, that was. From he's the he's the guy show. that does a podcast with Kevin Smith now. Yeah. Uh, what's the what do they call that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so let's talk more Exterminator, guys. <laughs> yeah, Exterminator. <laughs> Uh, so the opening sequence, I kind of thought, oh, maybe this is going to be cool, like at least on like a gore level. Yeah, it was brutal. The Vietnam sequence at the beginning. Yeah, they behead that guy. And his head slowly drops off. Yeah, it was actually like pretty, I mean, it's brutal and kind of just like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah probably the best scene. Apparently they spent $25,000 just on that beheading scene. And 400000 on the opening Vietnam Money sequence. well spent. <laughs> well, it's pretty much all downhill from there. Because at first I was like, oh, okay. You know, he, shoot, he gets away and he shoots that one guy. And I was like, okay, the level of gore in this is maybe going to make it at least kind of entertaining in a lurid, <laughs> trashy mm-hmm. way. But we never really reached those highs again throughout the movie. No. No. A lot of lows, though. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of lows. A lot of valleys. A lot of valleys. Yeah. It's actually this movie's one big valley. <laughs> and then it hits the ocean and everybody should just jumps in and dies. <laughs> it's just like really drawn out for not much going on. Well, so they try to make it like there's that mobster who, you know, he has his uh, organization. Yeah. Right. And then they have a scene with. I guess some kind of elected politician or something where they try to, I don't know what they're, we got to stop this because elections are coming up. Those are CIA then, agents that come and they want to get involved in this case. And I never really understood that stuff. Cause the, yeah, it's, it's very, it doesn't really make any so sense. I, so I think what they're, what's, what's happening is that they, they're pretty much like, you can't fuck with an election. So the CIA comes in because you know, the CIA just openly deals with domestic issues. It doesn't. No. And, the CIA's and why would they care if there was a, they wouldn't give a shit if there was a serial killer, which is what they're calling him. No, it's like, it, I know this doesn't really matter, but like if it was an organization, it would be the FBI that would be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Not the CIA. And they come in and they set the exterminator up at the end. Yeah. And they execute him. Like they, well, they execute They, they kill him they, and they, the cop, the Dalton guy. I thought you said the exterminator survives. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's sorry. He does get away. I thought he they died. shoot him. They make yeah. it look like you make. You're supposed to think he dies, yeah. but then they have a scene at the end. They where shoot he, the, he shoots the cop, and the cop away. right away is like knows that the fix is in. Yeah, and he's like, run. He's like, I'll cover you. Yeah. Well, because I think you get the sense that the cop didn't really want to even bust this guy. It was just like he it was his job to bust him, but he kind of felt like he was on like he wasn't against what the guy was doing, right? Really. He just wanted to get with the doctor. He's wanted to fuck that. Yeah, doctor. that was his main priority. Yeah, his 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 main priority wasn't the case, solving the case. It was dating the doctor. Yeah, because <laughs> like in that one scene with the CIA guys, he he basically tells he, them to fuck off. Yeah, and he goes to the payphone. He's like, "When do you get off?" Yeah, work? he just gets on the phone and starts talking <laughs> to her about when they're gonna meet up at a jazz concert in the park or whatever. Although I do like his hot dog warmer. Yeah, that what the fuck? That was pretty sweet. It's just the. Uh, Have you? I've never seen that. I've kind seen of thing that before. in an, another movie or something like that, like as a joke. 
Well, he just has two like. Yeah, he's like two f- forks hooked up to like. Two of power. He's, yeah. Yeah, just when a circuit connects. Just or whatever. cooks a hot dog and. Yeah, it cooks a hot dog because it runs through the hot. Pulls dog. A, he pulls hey. a bun out of his desk drawer. Yeah. <laughs> and a, mus- a jar of mustard. He's old school. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how they used to do it. He's got quite the office though. Like it's pretty big. He's got his whole wardrobe in there. He's got lots of filing cabinets. <laughs> he's, he's like removed he's, from everyone else. He's dedicated to his job. Right. So he lives. In so he lives there. <laughs> yeah. He's got a cot in the back. You know, I talk for a little bit about cops that we do like. Huh? I don't know. I just want to talk about this movie. I was going to talk about Bosch for a little bit. Um, well, so I guess you're supposed to, I guess the detective is really supposed to be the main character. But yeah, he's in it for like oh, 30 or 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's supposed th- to be the main character. We see character. him early on get assigned to the... Well, it almost feels like he's supposed to be the kind of the main protagonist in a way. Like I don't he's understand. after the exterminator. Yeah, but uh, like we said, there's like no actual active investigation to get. Yeah, it's so sloppily put together the movie, and then we get that scene like we talked about halfway through the movie. Suddenly, he starts dating this doctor, and they're treating that like it's like a, an important storyline that. They're like, oh, let's just let's just anything. put this in the movie. Like it doesn't has nothing to do with anything we've watched up till that point. But I, I guess the thinking must have been like, oh, let's uh, make you kind of let's flesh this guy out a bit and make you care about what's going on with this cop. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> the whole movie, the whole movie doesn't work. It it's just random scenes thrown together. Um, it's I like the acting of the wife of the, his friend <laughs> when she has to cry when she when he's like. Hey, Michael, Michael got mugged. Oh, yeah. He's, he's paralyzed. And her crying is just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then, so then he gets paralyzed and then later on, he kills him. He kills him. He's like, blink twice if you want me to pull the cord, cut the cord. (laughs) Very dramatically has two long blinks. And he's probably, he was just, was involuntary. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, all right then. <laughs> so like, I don't understand when you're paralyzed, you can't talk. Well, I think he might be injured or something. Yeah. He's fucked up beyond. He's foobar as we learned in uh, oh, yeah. Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Which we didn't talk about. I, I don't know about you, but I found the detective to be like 70 something years old. Yeah, he's he's an old. He was old. He was an old dude, man. He's chasing, probably more like 50 something. But yeah. He's like a 1980s oh, yeah, 50 year old. They, yeah. Yeah. Like an, yeah. Like an 80s 50 year old is like an 80 year old. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it really gives you that trashy impression of New York, though, like the eight, 70s and 80s New York, how yeah. it was like such a fucking shithole and just scuzzy and crime ridden. And uh, like when he goes in that prostitute who like wants to hang out. Yeah. So she's wait, like, let's get a room. Well, because that's all actually in uh, Times Square. Yeah, back oh, before they cleaned it up. Yeah. So it's all like porno theaters and yeah. like jerk off booths and I stuff. Say, I say bring it back. Because I hear <laughs> Times Square now is is just the worst. Like an M&M store. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy uh, Fieri's restaurant just got shut yeah, down. Yeah, it got shut down. That's, that's, <laughs> I walked past it when I was there. Oh. <laughs> um, did you watch The Deuce at all? Yeah. It you know you kind of got that same uh, vibe when he's walking down those oh yeah porno theater streets and stuff, so he's like oh yeah he's like oh sh- sure okay I'll fuck this prostitute is that what and then he sees the burns on her he's like what happened to you what who did this <laughs> yeah I thought that was kind of strange 
that he just that wanted. he was gonna go bang that hooker. Yeah, it's because he's supposed. To, it's almost like he's like a weird Puritan in a way. Like he seems like okay, he's not interested in any kind of criminal activity or whatever. But yeah, but okay. that's they just needed a way to so for him to find out about the pedophile guys so he could go the chicken hawks fuck them up. And so I guess he's and, supposed to shoot that one guy through the dick. And yeah. I, was, I was his ass, but the but the squib is like on his hip. It isn't even close to his dick when he shoots him. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> um, that is true. I didn't I didn't really notice. I think he's supposed to be like, oh man, he just blew that guy's dick off. But it's like way over here. <laughs> okay, I uh, I'm I, digging, guys. No, 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 sorry. I um I'm di- digging all those dicks on the wall. Yeah. After. So, I, I, so here's the thing. I was, I'm not trying to like. The uh, Stonewall, either. I'm just trying to remember exactly what happens in that scene. Um, he like comes in the door and it's like all slow motion. The guy's like, for some reason, the guy's like standing up on a chair. Maybe he's trying it, to get out the window the or something. Guy? Yeah, yeah. The pol- yeah. guy we find out later is like a senator or something. Oh or a yeah, congressman. that's right. And he, he like slow motion, like poof, shoots him, and then it's like right in the then the squid's hole. like psh, on okay. his hip, right in the yeah, <laughs> right, right in the hip. Maybe he's a hip dick. And then I guess that guy that he lets go is supposed to be a young boy, but he's like got to be twenty-two or some shit. Oh no, yeah, the boy. I think he was supposed to be. You know, once again, he's like an eighties fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's wicked cut. <laughs> he's hairy. Yeah. No, I think that might hold, that holds everything to do with the um, the child porno ring uh, is actually probably the best part of the movie. It, yeah, it feels like okay. Now we're maybe the movie's gonna go somewhere. Like yeah, he's like more, and it, like one thing leads to another thing. Like so, like things are actually connecting, and it it's not it's good. It's and it's like, unfortunately, that's I mean to say that's the highlight. Is, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. say I would say Larry Bird's best acting in this movie is when he pretends to be. Oh yeah, yeah. To when he pretends to be um, somebody that's gonna sell him. Yeah, young couple boys, boys yeah. yeah that's his best acting when he's acting yeah he's in true. the movie and then he's like you're really a sick motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. guy's like oh, i'm just trying to do business here what like, yeah <laughs> what's the big fucking deal uh yeah <laughs> i don't know i think he really i think he really brings it home when he uh when he kills his friend he yeah. down he pulls that plug. that's, that's kind of like all so of a this sudden this whole thing where we're supposed to think oh he's really upset about this guy being you know in it paralyzed and stuff but after he kills him he, he does it pretty easily yeah he doesn't seem to feel anything about it and then he goes and he sees the cop because the cop has just had sex with the doctor in yeah. that room yeah. and he's like hey he flies down and he just kind of nonchalantly tells him hey, that well he's a psychopath i guess so he's a psychopath who just his friend got hurt but it's never really it's never really clear if you're supposed to be on his side in the movie when you're watching the movie. All of these movies are supposed to be on his side. Like Well, usually the, like the, in Death Wish, you're definitely supposed to be with Charles Bronson. But in this, like is he a psycho? Is he a bad guy? Is he if well, I mean he's only killing like pieces of shit, right? And his friend. And his friend. <laughs> well, he's putting him out of his misery. He's just exterminating That's people left and right. I, I do like the the touch where he unplugs it and then he cuts the cord yeah i was like, a little more dramatic i was like oh that's actually a really really smart thing to do but i mean it looks a little more emphatic than just being like okay i'm just unplug this <laughs> but yeah well we don't actually know that he necessarily the friend dies do we well, well it never shows lines. it again. yeah but well, he goes line? and tells the wife he's like 
He's like, Michael's dead. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> so what else? Are there any other, any other scenes, scenes stand out? Um, he <laughs> comes out of a garbage can in a men's room. That's uh, true. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> does that. So the meat grinder scene, he puts the mobster in the meat the grinder. The meat grinder scene is pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't he know. Attack, gets attacked by a dog. That scene's okay, I guess. It was a little bit Ferris Bueller's Day Offy. <laughs> <laughs> a little more brutal. Uh, there's like the, the motorcycle chase later with those guys in the car. I think you guys are like, are you sure we should chase. be reading this movie so low? <laughs> well, I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying it was in the movie. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like the worst chase thing I've ever seen or anything, but it wasn't, wasn't you know, anything memorable about it really. Yeah. So what, those guys rob that grandma and they like beat her up. Yeah. Like, Shut up, bitch. And they like <laughs> yeah. smash her those glasses and stuff. Yeah. 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 One of them is the one he had tied up at the beginning when he had the flamethrower. Yeah. I thought he was going to use that flamethrower. It's a just pity, well, that, pity that it didn't come into it more. He, well, he should have used the flamethrower in like a climactic final scene. Instead, the final scene is just like this. Yeah. He should have the flamethrower and the motorcycle helmet on. Yeah. But like the, like the cover of the movie. Yes. <laughs> Very much. I feel misled. Yeah, I remember. See, I remember looking at this movie back in the old uh, video store days. I feel like this movie would have jumped out at you and been like, "Dustin, please rent me." Yeah, I, looked, cool I remember I looking at the box like a lot of times, but for some reason, I never, never rented it. Because there was but, a little. There was a, Jesus was looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> as a, and I, as a I, young I finally boy. defied him, and I was like, "I'm going to watch yeah, this." Yeah, the anyway. devil finally got on your shoulder. Finally, got you to watch it. Watch the exterminator, Dustin. Watch the exterminator. It's so cool, Dustin. <laughs> Look at that flamethrower. Oh, the devil! Now, the fucking father of lies. This uh, this director, director writer, Glickenhouse. Yeah. Does he have any other movies? He's done some other movies on this kind of level action stuff. Um, he the probably the biggest movie he did was Shakedown, which was like a Sam Elliott action movie uh, in the eighties or or no, it was I guess it would have been there. Yeah, yeah, I think late eighties. Oh yeah. Um. Which I remember seeing, but I honestly don't remember anything about it. So I think that was the biggest deal he ever did. Hmm. I'm just looking through quotes right now. <laughs> look, look, uh, look him up for a second. Look at uh, James. You look that up. There's a, a quote here, and the character's name is Chicken Pimp. Chicken Pimp. Yeah. Yeah. That was that scene felt pretty exploitative when they burned the uh, the prostitute when they tied her up because they wanted her. They hired her so that she would. Fuck the congressman in the ass. Like yeah, pagan. with the dildo. With the, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they like to, well, let's tie her up and burn her with this fucking... Well, yeah. Like, but they don't commit to just being like a straight up... Yeah, it's not like a straight grindhouse, grindhouse thing. Yeah. And if they had to just commit to being a grindhouse... See, the the great thing about a grindhouse movie is that it doesn't make any apologies for what it is. Yeah. And when you start pulling punches, like... Yeah. shitty movies do <laughs> then then you're like oh this just doesn't make any sense or like that's when things feel like they go too far or not far enough you know James you're not looking up Glickenhouse which was the whole point what you're supposed to look up the director guy oh <laughs> I thought I was looking up quotes no he was looking I'll, at the quotes I'll, and you're supposed I'll to look up the director <laughs> oh I see I'm just reading this these great okay. three, great, three quotes these great quotes play, play, you should play a couple quotes right now okay that we can talk about Magnum 44. I bet it's from the same gun the exterminator used. Who the fuck are you? Agent Shaw from the CIA. 
so far, you haven't been very cooperative. And just why is the CIA interested in this case? We're interested because in this sensitive time, two months before elections, the exterminator has been stirring up a lot of resentments against incumbent politicians and the entire judicial system. This could easily be the work of the opposition party or maybe even a foreign government. Dr. Uh, Megan Stewart, please. What do you think? I think you have to take a shit. It's coming out of your mouth instead of your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you think of a better line? No, I can't. So well, I like. Mm. I think that the line that's supposed. I wanted you. No, sorry. Finish what you're saying. I was gonna say. I, I think the line that was supposed to be like the, the I don't know, get you on his side. Tough line was when he calls him the N word, the guy. Yeah. And then he's like that. I feel, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say the word, and I don't want to say the the thing. But it's. <laughs> Is uh, that's probably the line that's supposed to be. Yeah, that's supposed to be like, oh, that, ooh, like that hits hard. Or is yeah. it supposed to be, if you're lying, I'll be back? Uh, like, oh, that's when he's got the guy hanging above the meat thing. He comes back. He's true to his word. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Puts him through the grinder. I wanted you to look at Shakedown because I wanted to know who else was in that other than Sam Elliott because it's like a, I think it might be a buddy thing too. But. So I don't know. Well, I don't really. Sam Elliott isn't in this movie. He's not. Who's the main? Uh, who's the main guy? In Richard it? Brooks. Oh really? Jude Cicilliella, George Loris, Thomas. No, it's one of those cases. Yes, you know Sam Elliott's in it. It's where's, it's, it's where one of the, it's oh and and what's his name? Robocop's the other guy. Wait, you said Sam. Uh, he is in it. It's oh, one of those yeah. movies where for some reason IMDb hasn't put the cre- the cast in any kind of order. Oh, okay. Which happens all the time for some fucking reason. All right. Well, Sam Elliott. So it's Sam Elliott and Peter Weller Sam Elliott's of Robocop name, fame. Yes. Sam Elliott's on the poster, yeah. not as a cowboy. Not as a cowboy. What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of movie is this? I don't know, but I want to watch this now. Peter yeah. Weller's a weird looking dude, eh? Yeah, I like Peter Weller, though. He's in lots of good shit. He's like an arch. Isn't he an archaeologist now? Really? I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's, he's like a professor he's or a something. Professor. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Weird. We should do a deep dive on that instead. <laughs> on him being an Let's archaeologist? Is he like a real Indiana Jones type? I don't know. We can just wrap this, uh, our feelings about this movie up, I think. Yeah. It's just not a great film. <laughs> no. It's, it's not. not even one of those movies that's so bad it's good. It's not, there's not a lot of fun things to talk about. Like, is there, is there anything that you guys can say that's really positive about the movie? My only two positive things about it are the beheading scene. Yep. And I kind of like trashy movies that have that show this old 70s, 80s, scummy New York. And that's about that's about all I can. I don't even know why I like that. I just I watch we, a lot of old horror movies and stuff like watching that. that though. Like when we were kids, even like Maniac Cop was like one of those um, things. And, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was thinking of movies like Maniac. Oh, and, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about New York Ripper. Real New York. Like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's real. Shot in Toronto. No, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Um, I think the opening scene with the beheading is probably the only thing in this movie that... Yeah. I thought we were headed for like a real... 
I did like the the dude burned up when it showed the burned up dude was, on the mattress. Oh, once again, that's the best sequence of, like that's the best scene, the best sequence right there. Yeah. Which which isn't much to go. On. No, it's not. And unfortunately, It'd be one thing if it was funny and had funny shittiness to it, but it just is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So I think overall, I just had to give this movie a two. I just. That was your. Uh, I give it, yeah. your score. My score was a two. What's what did I have it at? Like, why do you ask me every time? Because I don't have a fucking computer. You in front gave of me. it a one two point two. Two point so two. You really like this movie a lot. I liked it yeah. quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I personally gave it a two, but overall a one point eight. Ooh, yeah. yeah Even you, lower. You knocked it on this plot. Yeah. Well, well the plot is bad. Gonna, what are you gonna complain about? Um, <laughs> why do they follow the detective through the movie when he doesn't do anything until the end where he gets shot and says, I'll cover you? Because the CIA want to kill the exterminator. Wait, I just want to clear this up. The CIA want to kill the exterminator so that he'll stop making politicians look bad. Yes. And judges. And they think that he might be working for a foreign government in order to, to manipulate the, the election. The election, yeah. So, oh, so it's like so relatable to today. I, yeah. It says right there, we can't talk about politics. Well, okay. no comment. Okay, oh, I'm no sorry. comment. I'm not allowed to talk about <laughs> politics. You guys can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Let's re- let's relate the exterminator to to, to today. To, to today. I can. The geopolitics of today. Here's the thing. No, we can't hear from you. It's. <laughs> <laughs> this is my opinion about movies like this. It is. I, I think that for a certain segment of people on a political side. Movies like The Exterminator and stuff like that are like, it's like they're a wet dream. It's like what they they wish that they could do. Like people wish that they could just, like, I'd love to just rise up and take out these scum. Oh, like the militia groups in if the States. But then why did no one go see the new Death Wish? <laughs> well, that... It's a really, probably a really bad actually, movie. In fact, actually, those are probably the only people who did go say, and see that the, new Death Wish. And, and that's what it is. It's like, this is what they all want. Like, deep down, they all talk, certain people talk about how, oh, man, if I if I could just get my hands on that t- person or, like, if I was ever in this situation, I would, you know, save the day against those foreigners or those, you know. Mm. And, and I think that that's what... In Canada, I mean, we have it all the time with these like white nationalist groups popping up, and that's what they all want. They all want this shit because they all want to be the heroes in their own shitty action movie. And they want to protect everybody, but really, they just want to kill. Just want to kill. Well, let's get killed. Mostly non-white people. Kill or be killed. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Those are, those are some solid words to think about. Kill or Just be think about killed. that for a minute. Kill or kill, yo. Kill or kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exterminator. Hey, so next week we're going to do the Exterminator 2. No. No? No. Oh, wait. What are we doing there next? Is a two. Oh, I have a movie. Uh, what would I say? Oh, yeah. Next week we're doing the original. We're going to do a double feature, right? Yeah. We're gonna. Well, originally I just said we're gonna do the taking of Pelham one, two, three, and you, James said he's gonna watch both. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna watch both. We're gonna watch both taking of Pelham one, two, three, the original and, we're and the John it, Travolta version. We're gonna stuff it into one review. Which I don't know why I'd want to watch another John no, Travolta movie, yeah. but <laughs> we can we can change our minds right now and just do no, the original no, one. Because I want to talk about how bad his acting. I'm not is. gonna promise so, that I'm gonna watch both. Okay, well I will. Yeah, you can bring 
you, you can, can bring that perspective. Yeah, but you're not going to understand what I'm talking well, about. Really, well, we, Take I've, it, your word. I've seen the movie. Oh, okay. Sure. I'm taking I'm, the original. I'm, I'm taking 50, the film. 50, one, two, three. Okay. James is going to watch both. You can always both. come over here and watch it. I'm going to watch both. But I don't know. I'm going to like the remake better. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. Well, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this, please like us on iTunes and reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram.